Chapter One of The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain. Chapter One you don't know about me without you have read a book by the name of the adventures of tom sawyer but that ain't no matter that book was made by mr mark twain and he told the truth mainly there was things which he stretched but mainly he told the truth that is nothing i never seen anybody but lied one time or another without it was aunt polly or the widow or maybe mary aunt polly tom's aunt polly she is and mary and the widow douglas is all told in that book which is mostly a true book with some stretchers as i said before now the way that the book winds up is this tom and me found the money that the robbers hid in the cave and it made us rich we got six thousand dollars apiece all gold it was an awful sight of money when it was piled up well judge thatcher he took it and put it out at interest and it fetched us a dollar a day apiece all the year round more than a body could tell what to do with the widow douglas she took me for her son and allowed she would civilize me but it was rough living in the house all the time considering how dismal regular and decent the widow was in her ways and so when i couldn't stand it no longer i lit out i got into my old rags and my sugar hogshead again and was free and satisfied but tom sawyer he hunted me up and said he was going to start a band of robbers and i might join if i would go back to the widow and be respectable so i went back the widow she cried over me and called me a poor lost lamb and she called me a lot of other names too but she never meant no harm by it she put me in them new clothes again and i couldn't do nothing but sweat and sweat and feel all cramped up well then the old thing commenced again the widow rung a bell for supper then you had to come to time when you got to the table you couldn't go right to eating but you had to wait for the widow to tuck down her head and grumble a little over the victuals though there weren't really anything the matter with them that is nothing only everything was cooked by itself in a barrel of odds and ends it is different things get mixed up and the juice kind of swaps around and the other things go better after supper she got out her book and learned me about moses and the bulrushers and i was in a sweat to find out all about him but by and by she let it out that moses had been dead a considerable long time so then i didn't care no matter about him because i don't take no stock in dead people pretty soon i wanted to smoke and asked the widow to let me but she wouldn't she said it was a mean practice and wasn't clean and i must try not to do it any more that is just the way with some people they get down on a thing when they don't know anything about it 
here she was a bothering about moses which was no kin to her and no use to anybody but being gone you see yet finding a power of fault with me for doing a thing that had some good in it and she took snuff too of course that was all right because she done it herself her sister miss watson a tolerable slim old maid with goggles on had just come to live with her and took a set at me now with a spelling-book she worked me middling hard for about an hour and then the widow made her ease up i couldn't stood it much longer then for an hour it was deadly dull and i was fidgety miss watson would say don't put your feet up there huckleberry and don't scrunch up like that huckleberry sit up straight and pretty soon she would say don't gap and stretch like that huckleberry why don't you try to behave then she told me all about the bad place and i said i wished i was there she got mad then but i didn't mean no harm all i wanted was to go somewheres all i wanted was a change i weren't particular she said it was wicked to say what i said and she wouldn't say it for the whole world she was going to live so as to go to the good place well i couldn't see no advantage in going where she was going so i made up my mind i wouldn't try for it but i never said so because it would only make trouble and wouldn't do no good now she had a got a start and she went on and told me all about the good place she said all a body would have to do there was to go around all day long with a harp and sing for ever and ever so i didn't think much of it but i never said so i asked her if she reckoned tom sawyer would go there and she said not by a considerable sight i was glad about that because i wanted him and me to be together miss watson cheeked pecking at me and i got tiresome and lonesome by and by they fetched the niggers in and had prayers and then everybody was off to bed i went up to my room with a piece of candle and put it on the table then i sat down in a chair by the window and tried to think of something cheerful but it weren't no use i felt so lonesome i most wished i was dead the stars were shining and the leaves rustled in the woods ever so mournful and i heard an owl away off who wooing about somebody that was dead and a whip powell and a dog crying about somebody that was going to die and the wind was trying to whisper something to me and i couldn't make out what it was and so it made the cold shivers run over me then away out in the woods i heard that kind of a sound that a ghost makes when it wants to tell about something that's on its mind and can't make itself understood and so can't rest easy in its grave and is to go about that way every night grieving i got so downhearted and scared i did wish i had some company pretty soon a spider went crawling up on my shoulder and i flipped it off and it lit in the candle and before i could budge it was all shriveled up i didn't need anybody to tell me that that was an awful bad sign and would fetch me some bad luck so i was scared and most shook the clothes off of me i got up and turned around in my tracks three times and crossed my breast every time 
and then i tried up a little lock of my hair with a thread to keep witches away but i had no confidence you do that when you've lost a horseshoe that you found instead of nailing it up over the door but i hadn't ever heard anybody say it was any way to keep off bad luck when you've killed a spider i sat down again a shaking all over and got out my pipe for a smoke for the house was all as still as death now and so the widow wouldn't know well after a long time i heard the clock away off in the town go boom 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 twelve licks and all still again stiller than ever pretty soon i heard a twig snap in the dark amongst the trees something was astirring i sat still and listened directly i could just barely hear a meow meow down there that was good says i meow meow as soft as i could and then i put in the light and scrambled out of the widow on to the shed then i slipped down to the ground and crawled in among the trees and sure enough there was tom sawyer waiting for me End of chapter one read by elijah fisher